It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is Quentin Nelson worth the money? Is he worth the money it's going to cost to keep him here? I love Quentin Nelson. I think he's awesome. A terrific guard. But is a guard worth the money? And even if he's not worth the money, are the Colts going to be willing to part ways with him? Do they have a sentimentality that will not allow them to let a player like Quentin Nelson go? What do guards normally cost? Are they coveted in the NFL? Are they well paid among other position groups in the NFL? These are all really good questions. And where does Quentin Nelson stand in the pecking order of guards right now in the way he's paid? And what does he want? Here's what you know about Quentin Nelson right now. What he wants is not what the Colts are willing to pay him. Because they haven't signed that extension. They're still trying to find common ground so that one side is not above the other and the other is not below the other. Interesting, interesting stuff. That's the most compelling story to me about this Colts team moving forward. Not necessarily in the 22 season because Quentin Nelson is here. But what do you do in 23 if he wants $20 million? Do you franchise him? Interesting questions. The Colts, they filled their practice squad. All right? No Michael Jacobson, which is kind of odd. Uh, didn't see that coming. However, they've got their practice squad. It is filled. Huge trade in the NBA today that broke not long ago on ESPN.com. Of course, it was Woj, as it always is. College football begins in earnest tonight. The Boilermakers hosting Penn State. Big game. The Ball State Cardinals chirp, chirp. Going down to the home of the Volunteers, playing down in Tennessee. Do they have a chance there? 35 and a half point dogs. We'll talk about it. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Thursday, September 1st, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at BUSR. You want to get into sports wagering? I don't blame you. BUSR is the best place to do it. Go to BUSR.ag. And if you deposit up to a thousand bucks, they're going to match you a thousand bucks in free play. They'll match whatever you deposit up to a thousand bucks. I should put it that way. And if you put in the whole grand, they're going to give you 25 casino chips to do with as you will. All right. Hit the subscribe button. Smash the like button. Ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. And I'm going to try to calm down a little bit. And if you want to donate and ask a question, feel free to do that. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. 
It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. All right, let's talk about sports. Let's talk about Quentin Nelson, and let's talk about the ownership and management of the Indianapolis Colts. There is no question Quentin Nelson is one of the best guards in football, maybe in football history, but I don't know how to measure that. Look, during his time here, what are the Colts? Uh, 38 and, or 37 and 28, I believe, right? He's going to change your culture. He's a cultural guidepost for the Colts. Toward what end? They've won one playoff game since he's gotten here. All right? So, does a guard matter enough to pay the kind of money that you're going to have to pay Quentin Nelson in order to keep him here and guarantee him that money when he's had a bad back and a bad ankle and you've got Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman Jr. and Kenny Moore? Kenny Moore is going to want his money next offseason. Jonathan Taylor... And Michael Pittman Jr. are going to want their money next offseason. Kenny Moore's contract is going to come to an end. Uh, or No, it's not. They all are free agents after the 23 seasons, so they're all going to get extensions or not next offseason. Does Chris Ballard have the temerity, have the financial wherewithal, it's psychologically not in his wallet, to keep all of these guys? To, is he too sentimental? That's an interesting question, but let's talk about Quentin Nelson first, all right? Uh, well, uh, first, the, the practice squad guys, you've got uh, Sagun Ulabi, uh, weighed by the 49ers two days ago. He's out of San Diego State. He is a linebacker, and I would guess a special teams guy as well. Then they also got uh, a, uh, an offensive lineman, uh, Arlington Hambright. Man, what a great name. He's a guard. And he was originally with the Bears and the Patriots, seventh rounder of the Bears in 2020. So that's your practice squad. The other 14 guys we went over yesterday. What is Quentin Nelson worth? Guards, on average, are paid $2.573 million this year in the NFL. Quentin ranks number four in cash extracted from his franchise at $13.74 million. Brandon Scherf. Number one at 17.7. Joe Thune, number two at 14.4. His average is 16 million. Scherf's average is 16.5 million. There was a question yesterday and a mention, not specifically, not by name, Thune, but uh, Ballard was asked about paying Quentin Nelson. And that's what prompted this entire discussion, right? And he said, quote, he said, uh, Chiefs didn't have a problem paying that guard from New England big money, $14.4 million, an average of $16 million. All right. His total cash in 2022, though, $8.15 million. So is that, is that the point at which the Colts are willing? That's what he calls big money. And I don't think that there was, uh, like, Chris Ballard sometimes talks, and Chris Ballard sometimes says things that are meaningful. I think that he wants to pay Quentin Nelson Joe Thune-type money. Quentin Nelson wants to be paid at the all-time top end of the scale for offensive guards, both 
in cash promised and cash guaranteed. So you look and uh, franchise, if you franchise him, obviously you're going to pay him less, right? You definitely are. So is it smarter to franchise him and let him walk after his sixth year with the Colts? Or are the Colts going to hold him as he potentially diminishes athletically and in skill level? I don't know. I think it's an interesting question, and I think there are, are a bunch of dynamics that go along in that. And it's it's very, I, I just, I think it's fascinating and so telling how the Colts are going through this. They are trying to be prudent, and they are trying to be smart, but at the same time, they are governed by a sentimentality that is is palpable in everything they do. And Brian Whitney, who watches the show and is a, a great dude, and uh, he said something in a DM, and I usually don't reveal the contents of DMs, but Brian doesn't seem to mind. Jim Ursay collects artifacts, right? He has a sentimentality for a lot of things. Now, it's also financially rewarding to collect artifacts because those artifacts have a value that is determined only by the owner. The stuff that Jim Ursay buys, there is no other. He buys one of one. You know, in the trading card business, if you get a one of one, you get determined to determine the value of that card, right? No, I'm not letting it go for less than $4.8 million. Okay, well, that's the price because I can't get that anywhere else. That's where Jim Ursay, who seems to be a hobbyist as a collector, really is not a hobbyist. He is a really cagey dude. He is a really smart, smart businessman. Now, knowing that, how much does it mean to him to continue to be the patriarch of the franchise with people like Quentin Nelson, who is a generational guard, uh, Darius Leonard, who is a generational, I guess, linebacker. He likes those. He also liked Edger and James, but he allowed Bill Polian to say that, ah, Edge, goodbye. Um, guards are paid toward the bottom end on the positional scale. They make an average of $2.573 million. Safeties make 2.535. Tight ends, hmm, bringing up the rear at 2.395. Until I looked this stuff up, I had no idea. Right? The Colts O-line is paid second. Even before this extension, paid second in the NFL. $45.8 million. They are behind the Lions. The Lions pay their offensive linemen more than anybody else in the NFL. Uh, the teams at the bottom, the lowest paid O-lines, Raiders, Steelers, Cowboys, Rams. All playoff teams. I'm not, I'm not extrapolating there. All right, there are a bunch of variables that come into play. Not extrapolating that, oh, Lowly paid offensive lines are always successful. I'm not saying that. Don't put those words in my mouth. Defensive lines. Colts are number three behind the Chiefs and the Jets. Jets, very successful. Uh, Jets, not very successful. Chiefs, ultimate, maybe the most successful franchise in the NFL right now. Everybody loves Quentin Nelson. But the decision's got to be made. At what level do you choose not to keep it? 
there's no question they keep him next year under a franchise tag, right? He'd probably have to take a pay cut or or close, be paid maybe a skosh more than he would this year. Um, good news, but I think it's so fascinating to see how this franchise does this. And I know it just kind of wears people the hell out. They just want to watch old 56 knock people down. And I totally get it. They want to watch 53 punch the ball out, right? The peanut punch, bam, go get the football. And then there's, there's Q bowling over a defensive lineman running over the top of him to go hit a linebacker. That's fun. And that's football. And we love that. I love it too. But there's more to the NFL than knocking people over. There's also, how do you pay all those people who are all deserving? Like if you didn't have a hard salary cap, pay Quentin Nelson $30 million a year. Who gives a damn? It's Jim Irsay's money. We don't care. It's not coming out of my pocket. I'm cool. Make money. But when you've got a hard cap, you have to adhere to standards of behavior financially that put you in a position to reward really, really good players. And you've got a lot of them. And three of them are coming due for an extension next year. What do you do with Matt Ryan next year, who's looking to count 35 mil against the cap? Do you restructure that deal again? At some point, the bill comes due, and Matt Ryan's got to get paid. Fascinating. Fascinating stuff. Harold Landry, the Titans' outside linebacker, 12 sacks last year, one and a half sacks against the Colts. They did a nice job of keeping Harold Landry out of Carson Wentz's back pocket, out for the season with a torn ACL. That changes the way the AFC South is going to function. That's a huge loss for the Titans. That defense operates on pressure. Harold Landry was bringing pressure. Not this year. Uh, The Cavaliers, they have acquired Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz for Laurie Markkinen, uh, Ochai Agbaji, and Colin Sexton. Sexton signs a, uh, a contract, a huge extension. They also get, uh, the Jazz do three unprotected firsts and two pick swaps. Danny Ainge doing work in Salt Lake City. Uh, Peyton Hendershot stuck with Dallas. We talked about that a bit yesterday. And we didn't talk about this. Caleb Jones, great Caleb Jones. Uh, Mount Lawrence North is uh, being retained by the Packers on the practice squad. So he's going to make about 11-5 a week during the season for being on the practice squad. Caleb Jones has got a chance, as he continues to thin out a little bit, to be a very, very good NFL uh, offensive lineman. Purdue, Penn State tonight at Ross-Aid Stadium. Penn State a a three-and-a-half-point favorite that game, 8 o'clock on Fox 59. Give me the Boilermakers on BUSR. Give me the Boilermakers plus three and a half. I don't know if any of these teams are any damn good, but give me a home team dog within the conference. Okay. All right. Home team favorite like Indiana is going to be tomorrow night against Illinois. That's a different conversation. We're going to have to figure that out. Ball State is at Tennessee. Chirp, chirp. Uh, Ball State a 35 and a half point dog. It's on the SEC network. Give me Ball State all day. I'm taking Ball State... Give me the 35 and a half. Does Tennessee have the have the stones to run it up to the point where Ball State can't cover? They do, 
but I think Ball State's good enough that they're going to keep it from happening. Uh, here's random fact of the day about the Indianapolis Colts. We're going to start coming with random facts of the day about the Colts. Did you know that the last four coaches for the Colts all left their position, whether they retired, were fired, or continued to have their job, all of them uh, winning records, and their aggregate record, including the postseason, is 214 and 133. That stretches back to 2002. So the last 20 seasons, 214 and 133. That's pretty damn good. That is a solid franchise. And did you know that Jim Irsay has never, never, never fired a head coach before the end of the season? Ever. Always waits till the end. Because Bob Irsay fired coaches in the middle of the season quite a bit. And it never worked. And so Jim Irsay is not repeating the sins of the father. Not all. So there you go. Uh, breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning. I can't wait to talk to you then. I hope this wasn't too much math and too academic. You know what I mean? Football is this. Football is not mm, that. Right? Football is about hitting people, and it is about precision, and it's about execution. And it's about delivering the football on time and on target, which I think Matt Ryan's going to do. And it's about the protection of that guy. And it's about the receivers holding onto the football, getting the football in a place where they can advance it with some yak. That's what offensive football is about. It's not about contract negotiations. That's the unseemly underbelly of professional sports that none of us likes to talk about. What are you going to watch tonight? You're going to watch Purdue and Penn State, Ball State and Tennessee, or the Williams sisters playing doubles at an aggregate age of like 82. That's unbelievable. 82 years on the court in, uh, what is it, Flushing or Queens or whatever, out there on the uh, the 7 train. Take the 7 train, stop there, watch a match, then go to Shea, watch some baseball. What a time to be alive and in New York City. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.